My name is Madison Timmons. And I'm JT Timmons. And this is From One to Wicked, a podcast where we talk about malevolent spirits from around the world and rate them on a scale from one to wicked. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of From One to Wicked. My name is Madison Timmons. And I'm JT Timmons. And we have a super creepy story for you today. So we have talked about a lot of singular spirits the past couple episodes, but this one we're going to actually talk about a haunted location, which is really fun. And Might we be visiting this haunted location? Yes, we will, actually. Oh, so when? we are actually going to be visiting this place next week. So we're going to be going up there at the beginning of September, for those of you who might be listening to this not at the same time as when we're uploading it. But we are going up to West Virginia. So we're going to be visiting the Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park woop in woop. Princeton, West Virginia, which is super cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. So we're actually going up there originally for a wedding, but JT and I, you know, being the people that we are, we always look for the hauntings that are going to be where we're visiting. So mm-hmm. I had always heard about Lake Shawnee uh, Abandoned Amusement Park, but I never connected the two between our friends because uh, the couple that we're going to see get married, they're from Princeton, West Virginia. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I had no idea. It was, yeah. they, were from, they were from the same place that Lake Shawnee was. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes away from their house, which is That's crazy. Wild. So, uh, of course, we were like, absolutely, we have to go there. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're not familiar with Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park, we're going to go into all of that and all the hauntings and stuff. But it's honestly a very frightening place. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see what we can find there. We're going to be putting stuff up uh, publicly, like on Spotify uh, and um, Apple Podcasts and all of that. Uh, but we also will be putting um, about 50% of everything that we record up on Patreon exclusively. So if you want to catch that, uh, join our Patreon. Yep. And we're also going to be vlogging too on our way up there. So if you just want to hear JT and I make dad jokes while we drive with two dogs up to West Virginia um, and talk about ghosts on our way, that's the place for you. For sure. For sure. um, So let's go ahead and dive into the history of Lake Shawnee. So Lake Shawnee Amusement Park was originally constructed in 1926 by a proprietor named Conley Snindo Sr. That's a last name. Snindo. Snindo. Yeah. Snintendo. (laughs) Yes. And so he purchased the land. It was uh, basically just like an empty lot, and he was planning to make something really cool for the community. Cool, cool. Um, You know, because West Virginia was mostly just like a coal miner state, so there wasn't like a ton of things that were unique like that that would you know, even bring tourists in because most people who live there, they were just working in the coal mines. Yeah, absolutely. So very simple lives. For sure, for sure. I mean, I, I think that at that point, what the, the, the only thing that would bring tourists in are like how is how beautiful the actual well, state yeah. is, right? Like the hikes and the... Absolutely. Because I remember we drove through West Virginia um, to another wedding in Ohio uh, like years ago and we were like, we have to stop here one day and like check this state out you know i feel like i feel like it doesn't get enough uh love you know people don't talk about it as much because it doesn't have a bustling metropolis but i don't know it doesn't need it it doesn't need it. it's gorgeous a lot of hauntings and a lot of beautiful nature which honestly go hand in hand it's got like it's got like more asylums than most states (laughs) most other states they have a rich history with um 
putting people in mental institutions. But yeah, gotta um, love that. But yeah, but the thing is, though, is in the 20s, it was really popular to have these like attractions that would make people want to travel. It was very difficult to travel in that point because you got to remember it was right at the beginning. I'm trying to remember when the interstate um, network was originally constructed, but it was kind of difficult to get to and from different states. So it has sure. to be something that's really interesting to get people to want to come visit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was his, his plan. His vision was to build a place for local families to come and relax and enjoy time together. And he, uh, because it was a coal miners town that he was uh, constructing this in. Mm-hmm. And each year he wanted to make the destination more and more um, so to attract visitors who were coming on summer vacations. Okay. So he wanted to have a man-made swimming lake, a racetrack, concessions, cabins for visitors who were wanting to stay overnight. He wanted it to be like the premier thing to do in West yeah, Virginia. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. And the cornerstones of the amusement park were going to be the Ferris wheel and the swings. Ooh, I want to go. Well, we are. Don't you worry. <laughs> They're still there. So, but, um, yeah, so those would end up being the two most popular rides, the Ferris wheel and the swings. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, I would say, in the scheme of, like, an amusement park, tragedy would start to occur. Oh, boy. It started in the 1950s, actually, that the incidents really started happening. And so... The first incident would be a young girl would actually get killed on the swing ride. It was when a delivery truck driver backed into her seat, killing her in on the swing. Wait, while she was swinging? Yeah. So she swung into a truck? No, the oh. truck backed up and crushed her. Like While at, she was swinging or while... While, the, while she was sitting on the ride. Oh, so she was sitting like waiting yeah. to swing. Yes. Ooh, dope. Well, because it's one of those um, mechanical swings. It's not like a like a yeah. swing. So. Well, the, yeah, I just didn't know if she. I didn't know if she swung into the truck or if the or she like literally just crushed her while she was stationary. She was stationary. Okay. Somebody just really must have had to get their eyes checked because yeah, I don't know how you miss a child on a swing, but. Mm. He, he backed into her and ended up killing her on the swing. Goodness gracious, poor thing. I know. And then um, another incident would happen in the 50s where a little boy would die because he drowned in the swimming pool after getting his arm stuck in a drain pipe. Mm. Yeah. That's some Final Destination 4 stuff. Right? Is, that, is that 4? On Destination 4 where he, where he gets sucked into the pool? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. It might be. But yeah, um, so he ended up dying that way. There is some other reports of some other children dying. Allegedly, there was up to six kids that were killed at wow. Lake Shawnee. Yo, no wonder it's closed. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, and various reasons. Like, Goodness. Um, some of them were saying that kids were getting drowned from, you know, like other kids drowning. And you know how that goes. It's like you, you should Like dunking your kid, uh, dunking your friend. Yeah, where you're, the kid is drowning and then he grabs yeah. onto another kid and pushes the other child. Yeah, that's not cool, man. Well, it happens. It's what happens with drowning people is, you know, that's something they teach you when you're trying to save a drowning person is that you don't want to have them grab onto you because they will try to drown you. Yeah, Not yeah. on purpose. But yeah. 
okay. as like a last ditch effort. But anyway, so in 1966, the amusement park would sh- uh, shut their doors forever and the land would stay dormant for decades. Cool. It wasn't until the 80s when the park opened up again. Wait, they reopened it after six kids died? Yes. Bruh. <laughs> so, yeah, the in the 80s, Gaylord White acquired the land mm-hmm. and set out to... So, re- does everyone here have a weird name? It was the early... No. 19, like, the mid-1900s, you know, people had weird names. Listen, we're going to talk about another spirit up in West Virginia, and his name's Trout. At least their name is Trout. Trout. So, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a West Virginia thing. But I feel like most places, especially in the South, in the mid-1900s, people had weird names. Yeah. All right. Well, paddle faster. I I hear banjo music. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways. When So Gaylord White acquired the land and set out to restore it to its former glory. And in addition to purchasing a Ferris wheel, he found a swing ride that seemed to be just like the swings that were once there. But the interesting thing was, is that when they installed the swings on the property, they realized the serial number matched that of the swings that were on the property from the 1920s. Yeah. So the same swing that that little girl died on they brought it back well okay now in their defense in their defense it's not like this a delivery truck driver killed her it wasn't the swing so so yeah, but it's i'm not haunted swing. oh no 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 you're gonna save money now i'm not it's obviously getting to the point okay. where it's the land not the swing okay, but Jay, so but, i get it but here's the thing is it's weird though that the swing came back they got rid of the swing in the 60s when they sold the property. All swings come back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I should do this by myself. Yeah, Nobody really. Wants to hear these jokes. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. So, but that, that's what I'm saying, though, is they thought they bought, a, like, the swing ride again. Yeah. But it wasn't, they didn't know it was the same one. So, it's a weird yeah. coincidence that sure, sure. they ended up buying the exact same swing set. That yeah. that girl died on. That's a weird flex, but okay. It, it is a weird flex, but... Um, so, it was... In their minds, they thought it was like a serendipitous homecoming that made the, <laughs> the grand opening even better. Wee. You know, like, oh, uh, yes, come back to the place where kids died, and don't remember that the kids died there, but we do have the swing where the girl died. When we, when we get there next week, I want to look for the serial number. I mean, you probably can if they don't show it to you. Like, yeah, because they 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 own like their their past. If I was a real paranormal podcaster, I'd get it tatted on my neck. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you're on something else today. Seriously, yeah, um, but the weird thing was is so Gaylord White. He was very interested in learning about the history of the property. Also, okay. And he wanted to make it to exactly what the original owner wanted it to be. So they ended up actually digging out an area. They started excavating to build a mud bogging track. Hey. You know, make a real, real country. All right. So. um, Now I really want to go. So, but here's the thing is when they were excavating this, they found 
a series of really surprising things in the ground. All right. So they ended up teaming up with Marshall University, and between Marshall University and the White family, they discovered artifacts that told the original story of the Native American tribe that existed on the land way before the amusement park. Oh, boy. So They should have listened to Stephen King. So they found out that, right, they should have, but they they had no idea that it was a Native American burial ground. Oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. For the Shawnee tribe. Mm -hmm. So they found bones, they found graves, they found sacred burial objects, they found all sorts of stuff. You get off that immediately. You just got to take that as a loss. Yeah, you you just got to take it and go. (laughs) Uh, But what they also found was that in the 1700s, there was another property okay. that was built on top of this land. And it was an active home, um, so a home base for a family. And among them, um, they uh, it was a man named Mitchell Clay, his wife, uh, Phoebe, and their children. And they were the first English settlers in West Virginia. Okay. And that was in 1770. All right. So, so it was first a native... American. Uh, Native American burial ground. Yeah. And then the the old American way, we settled on top of it. Yes. Okay. And then, um, and now it's an amusement park. So it just keeps getting more and more, (laughs) more and more American. So, but here's the thing though, is what they found out was how the family ended up dying. Uh Uh-oh. So in Uh 1783, members of the Shawnee tribe, uh, they basically kidnapped and murdered two of the children, Tabitha and Bartley. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently. Um, so Tabitha and Bartley were both murdered on the property. And Mitchell Clay, the father, he ended up tracking down those tribe members. And he followed them all the way into Ohio. Okay. Where he found his third child, his son, Ezekiel, burning at the stake. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> so... That's aggressive. It's very aggressive. Okay. Um, and so all three children had been buried on the property mm. with a small little monument for okay. them. And now there's an actual monument that stands on the property for them, for their deaths. Goodness. For the deaths of those three children. So along with the bodies of those kids, they also, um, back for the Native American people, they found three thousand shawnee in native americans on the property like, oh like buried buried what a mass grave three thousand three thousand a giant mass grave goodness gracious and so along with that they also found um bracelets clothing tools and they uh along with the bodies so, okay yeah so that is going to definitely cause some issues when you are building on top of a mass grave, especially wow. one that is so sacred to a culture. Yeah. You can't, it, like, it, it's a big no-no to, like, desecrate a grave in general. Yeah. But especially, it, we, we see it here in Savannah, you know, like, when you build on top of the burial mounds yeah you get very riled up spirits typically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um on to the hauntings basically 
Um, many people have reported interactions with the little girl who died on the swing. Okay. Because, especially now, because they have the original swing, they have actually marked her seat where she of course died they have. with a red ribbon. <laughs> and so, um, and it's, it's odd because she actually is usually seen in a seat that is adjacent to that swing. Okay. And it's the one that has a little owl ornament on it. Gotcha. And so a lot of times people report, even though there is like no breeze <laughs> at all, they'll see the owl kind of spinning or moving on its own. Okay. Even though there's like literally no wind. And a lot of other times the owl will stop and then it will fall limp. And then sometimes it will just drop to the ground. Will it ever hoot though? No, no, it does not hoot. It is a ornament, but yes. So basically it will sometimes literally fall off the swing, almost like she dropped the toy and is like moving on to other toys. Or it could be just old. Well, it's tied onto the swing, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Okay. Things don't just come untied like that on their own. You know what I mean? No, 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 for sure. It's not like they're running the machine often it's yeah. just sitting there there's no real reason as to why it would just all of a sudden go plop you know okay heard um and then with the little boy who died there who drowned in the lake uh it is also reported that he moves throughout the park seemingly preferring the area at the front of the park where he can welcome and allegedly protect visitors okay in a way that he could not protect himself when he was alive. So close to the lake, a white plastic pinwheel is attached to the side of an old ticket booth, which a lot of people believe is his connection still because it was like something that was originally there. Sure, sure, sure. Which doesn't necessarily have to be the case with spirits. They don't always have to have an object that was that they would have, no, like been familiar with when they were alive to haunt a place sometimes honestly with this kid's death it was traumatic enough so let me get this let me get this straight we're just super fast yeah the native americans obviously were buried there right mm-hmm. but we we don't know if they died brutal deaths or anything like that yeah we don't have much info on so that. the only people that have died at this amusement park are like under 15 years old. Yes. Okay. So, um, basically, this child is often seen um, moving the pinwheel when there's no wind. Okay. And uh, people have actually, like... Like, they see him actually there, like, moving the pinwheel? Or is the pinwheel just moving with no wind? It's moving with no wind. And so one of the cases or one of the incidents where people uh, started to believe that it was the child was because there was a couple of guests who came on a tour one time and they saw the pinwheel moving and then it would stop. Okay. And then they started recording and they asked the little boy, if you're here, can you move the pinwheel? And it started moving. Okay. So, I mean, that's. So people like to think that that is the little boy. Honestly, these kids don't seem to be very aggressive in the afterlife at all. Yeah, do you think we need to bring them toys? 
I well, okay. So I have mixed feelings on bringing any kind of offering to a spirit. Um, I would say if we're doing it solely out of respect for it being like their death place, sure. But like a lot of times you can deepen a connection between you and the spirit where they can form an attachment to you by giving them offerings. Oh, and so they, they might, you know, well, with little Gracie in the, uh, in the cemetery. But that's leaving it at her grave. In the Bonaventure Cemetery. Well, that's what we're talking about. This is not their grave. They're not buried there. Oh, okay. This is where they died. That's oh, okay. where the spirit okay. is. Little Gracie in particular, if you're talking about that, um, she, it, it's debatable whether she, her spirit is actually there. There might be elements of her energy that still reside with her grave. Yeah. But I don't know if her spirit is necessarily attached to that grave. It's very common practice to leave, you know, like rocks on Jewish um graves and things yeah. like that out of signs of respect or leaving coins or leaving herbs and flowers and stuff. That's totally fine if you're doing that um, for a grave because that's just showing respect to the dead. Sure. Or I'm, trying to, you my, know, gain protection from the, you know, um, the gatekeepers of the cemetery or things like that. But, yeah. My, my number one question when trying to evaluate how to rate this, I guess, is... Do we think that it is the actual spirits of the Native Americans doing this? Or has there been a curse placed upon this where it's not the spirits, it's just a curse that was placed upon it? So I'm kind of in the same place with you. Of I don't know if it necessarily is the Native American people. Yeah. Because... You know, like, yes, they did kill three children, mm-hmm. but who knows if those people are even still buried there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very possible just the land is cursed. Yeah. I'm I'm citing, I'm kind of going on the side with curse because, yes, home de- home defense is is a, you know, a thing that uh, even right now in, in America, we take very seriously uh, with the fact that if someone breaks into your house, you can legally shoot them. So, so you know, in my opinion, at the time, the Native Americans were just trying to defend their land. Yes, they did in a super brutal way. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily saying it was uh, right. Uh, however, you know, um, cause of children, uh, mainly, but I also, you know, I, I see how we look at home defense right now in America. And, um, I see very, I see some stark similarities with what happened. I don't necessarily think that is malicious. Now, if they left a curse, you know, if they left a curse, that could be seen as uh, as pretty as pretty malicious. However, that's kind of like a thing that is within their culture. Yeah. So right? that, or, that's kind of where my head's going. Is um, it, that is a big thing with you know uh, within Native American beliefs? Yeah, there's movies they, about it. There's all types well, of stuff about it. It's not necessarily in we we call it a curse as like a catch-all term. There are different names for things like that um but it they do believe in guardian spirits of their lands and sure. guardian spirits of the of the tribe and you know things yeah. that protect them yeah, yeah so yeah. it makes me wonder 
if if it isn't even just like some kind of spirit that is associated with Native American tribes. Okay. That is defending the land and causing these freak accidents. Yeah. Or they could just be freak accidents. What do Maybe what do the land really unsafe? What do the landowners think? They believe it's anything? super haunted. No, no, but like what do they think it is? Oh, there's Is it a no, demon? Is it a curse? There's no is it written a spirit? statement of exactly what they believe. They just okay. they're more about the history yeah. of the hauntings versus the theory of the hauntings. Yeah. Um we're here to de- decipher theory. Yeah. Uh, primarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, there isn't a rent a written thing, so it really is just our speculation. And this might change when we go to like go there and actually sure. experience the land. Maybe we can pick up on something that I'm not able to find on the internet. But in my opinion, I think yeah, it, because she sees dead people, y'all. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, and I might see the dead kids. That'll be fun. Yeah, but. I'm just, um, my my gut's telling me that it's some kind of protective spirit trying to protect the land that was taken. Sure. You know what I mean? And a lot of spirits can't decipher between time periods because their time periods are not as linear as ours. Yeah, yeah. So they could easily believe that this amusement park is still a part of that family that ran off a whole tribe you know, sure. as settlers or a continuation of that. The land has been disgraced in now, a lot of ways. And this anyways, is, this so. is kind of a, what if the Native American people didn't leave a curse? What if there was just so much ill intent between the family coming in and running the tribe off and then, you know, the, the, uh, the, some people from the tribe killing the kids, um, Maybe there's just so much ill intent that that cursed the land. Like just so much violence and hatred between two groups of people, you know, um, and and also just a ton of emotion, like, you know, like displacement of your home and all of that. Maybe just all of that negative emotion created... uh, I mean, going off a limb here, but, you know, what if it created like a portal and something else came in? Um, I wouldn't go as far as like a portal, but you, I could definitely see what you're saying could be yeah. the case because that does happen sometimes is when yeah. there is Getty, Gettysburg. Yeah. Well, Gettysburg is, you know, haunted for a bunch of different reasons, but um, there was also a ton of people killed there. Oh and yeah. So it's absolutely. super haunted and like, you know, it can't be considered well, dangerous. If you just boil it down to the bare bones, no pun intended of the, of the situation, mm-hmm. it's a mass grave. Yeah. It's going to be haunted no matter what way you go about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 And pretty much you can't disgrace a grave without getting some kind of repercussion. That yeah. is just, that's how it's going to be. So I don't know if it's malevolent, but it's definitely not a nice energy. Well, no, no, no. It's killing kids. It's malevolent. What are you talking about? Well, I, it, it's still to be determined, though. Was that a fluke incident or did the energy or the spirit of the land kill the kids? 
I don't know. But but what I you know I I'd say they, that six dead kids at a music park. Uh, Maybe it was just really unsafe. I mean, it could be really unsafe. It could be really unsafe. I mean, we're we're gonna go there to to you know to figure that out. But I'm actually I'm actually uh, you know when it comes to actually rating the um, haunting, I it could it could be accidents. I think that. Um, the ill and like just so the all of the issues that happened there all of the the again the hate and the violence and everything that happened on that land caused it to become cursed i don't think it was like you know someone going i'm cursing this i think i i that was an option well that was an option people people there's you know people in all cultures do rituals um, and that can hex something i highly 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 doubt somebody sat down and did a ritual of, you know, saying anybody who enters this land is going to die. Like, that's very, very rare. Okay, heard, heard. But at the same time, I could see it potentially happening solely because, like, if it's like, you know, if you want this land, then you're going to take it cursed. You know, that's what I'm saying. But, but I'm not saying that that is what I think happened, um, like, number one for me. I think number one is that, again, so there, there were so many, uh, there were so many problems with what happened on the land between emotions and, and actions that the land became uh, haunted and maybe is more prone to accidents than, uh, than, than other pieces of land. Well, sure. I think I think that that because six dead kids is that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like I mean, you know, absolutely. I'm not negating. sounds like a messed up nursery rhyme. Six dead kids. I'm a, anyway, yes, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not negating that the dead kids is you know not a really messed up thing. I'm just trying to decipher. I'm going to stick with the fact that I believe it is a protective spirit. Of a na- like of the Native American belief system, okay, that is guarding the land and if, so it's protective, it's, it's defensive. Yeah, it's defensive. I wouldn't say it's necessarily okay. You know, actively. So that's like, why you're saying it's not malevolent. Yes, because it's defensive. Yeah, it's not actively if, seeking torment. It's yeah seeking yeah. defense. If someone breaks into someone else's house and that the homeowner shoots them, it's not malicious. Well, yeah, because you're not actively exactly. seeking to go kill someone. Exactly, it's you're just, defending your home. Yes, and unfortunately, I, children right. are you're the convincing most, me. Children are the most susceptible to things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're convincing me. You're convincing yeah. me. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to become convinced onto that side where it's like, where it's like a defensive, like get off my property type of deal. Yes. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, because. I thought it was like, I thought it was like, you know, I thought one of the bigger options was that, you know, someone put a curse on the land, like, you know, again, like if you want the, if you want this land, then you have to take it. And now it's like super hexed. But now I'm, I'm kind of siding with you where it's like, there's something like a protector on the land that is probably not going to like us being on it. Well, so I will say there haven't been incidents recently because the current owners are very respectful of the Shawnee oh, that's tribe. Dope. Okay. They oh, they're respectful of the tribe. Okay. Yes, they are. They've made it a point to make it so that 
people understand wow. the original tribe that was there. Because it is very important to this story and them. the story of the, the land yeah. to understand who was there beforehand. Yeah, good so for them. So I feel like because they're honoring the tribe in that way, it might have appeased the, the spirits yeah. a bit more. But... Yeah, I'm sticking with the defensive nature of things. That happens a lot of times, especially when you're destructive to something that is so sacred. I'm going over on that side. You convinced me. I agree with you. Imagine if, you know, like at cemeteries, a lot of times when you have, you know, people who desecrate graves and bad things happen to them, it's because those guardian spirits that are there to protect those graves oftentimes will be defensive yeah. against It's you. like Grave Dancers, the yes. movie. Yeah. Check it out. It's awesome. So, Not a sponsor. So that's my opinion. Uh, do you want to rate yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty ready to uh, rate it. Um, who, uh, I, see, this has been a roller coaster for me because... No pun intended again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i meant that um it's been a, it, it has been a roller coaster for me because you know i thought about i've thought about everything like you know curse blah 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 all of this but if it's defensive and you know it, it was when it was when when kids were dying i would rate it a seven yeah but now i'm gonna rate it a five because it isn't hurting anyone anymore you still got to account for the history of it and what it did, but it, it it's not hurting anyone anymore. And I feel like the responsible owners have done enough to acknowledge the original owners of the land that it might have been like, all right, I'm going to sit back and I'm not going to be so defensive because these people are coming on the on the land and learning about the tribe. And I feel like that's super cool. I mean, I know that we're going to go there and we're going to be like learning all about the tribe, I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we're going to be reading placards and they're going to be telling us about the tribe and all of that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm going to rate it I'm going to rate it a 5 for right now. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with a 4. And I'll tell you why. It's because in my opinion, same reason, it's not actively hurting anybody now whatever spirit it is whatever defensive entity that has been there for so long it it hasn't hurt anybody at least since the like 60s yeah um it's not in my opinion as much of a threat anymore and if you're looking at the spirits that are currently there that people actively see often it's two children's spirit Two that they can account for that are there, so it's not a chance of a demonic entity or anything like that. Okay. And oftentimes when people see these children's spirits, they're not doing anything that's abnormal for a child to do. They play with the ornaments. They play with pinwheels. They see them walking around the land. Yeah, sure. Sitting on the swing. You know, that's not threatening to me at all. No. And so as long as... I'm going to stick with five because it still kill kids. Absolutely, and that's fair, but I'm going to go with a four Um, because I think as long as the owners stay responsible and continue, you know, honoring the history and honoring the tribe, I think things will be fine. All right. So. There you go. You got a five and a four. Yeah. 
All right. Def- so and now this might change when we go to visit. Maybe something occurs, and I'm like, whoa. Hold yeah, maybe, on. maybe we'll do yeah. like a revisit episode. Yeah. Right, where we sit back down here after visit and be like, it's a ten. Yeah. Right. No, I don't no, think it'll be a ten, ten. No. but. That, Unless the, I like break my leg or something, or something tragic happens. I wonder. Well, you know, it could just be because you're clumsy, but you know, it's I'm not clumsy. Well, if you break your leg, that's kind of clumsy. Unless well, yeah, I'm, I'm active. Unless I see a ghost, literally take your leg and go snap. I'm gonna say it's clumsy. Mm, I have never broken my leg, and if I break my leg there, it is them. It is okay. that. That's but I'm not going to go with any ill intent. I'm going to go totally with an open mind and wanting to learn about the tribe. And that's that. So uh, the next episode will be on the Gilly Do. Oh, yeah. Which is a, uh, well, a, um, what is it, a mythological creature? What would you call he's that? He's technically a cryptid of sorts, but he's a creature of Celtic mythology. Yeah. Okay. So, so mythological. He's, part of, he's a part of the fairy. Um, sector of mythology okay yeah so we're talking about the ghillie do and uh that's up in what scotland yep yep cool all right this has been fun yeah this has been great um so if you do want to hear more from us definitely check out our main podcast which is the most haunted city on earth that is everywhere you can get your podcast so definitely check that out so that you can hear more about the savannah hauntings and all of the paranormal theory that we go into in that podcast also make sure to check us out on patreon if you want that exclusive content uh-huh. those vlogs let all me that real quick stuff. let me tell yeah. you about the patreon the patreon you get all the episodes before they are available you get to hear them before they're available and uh it's great literally i cut up the episodes for patreon um the, probably the day after that we filmed them and they're up so, you know, that's for both of these podcasts, too. So you just, like, just inundated yep. with uh, content um, and podcasts and hearing us goofballs talk about ghosts and uh, and analyzing stuff. So yeah. really, really cool. And you get to also see the behind-the-scenes things that we yeah. talk about. Yeah. Um, and you can... I'm going to thank also- our Patreon super fast. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just pull their names up. The newest Patreons are... Uh, Tiffany Vineyard, thank you so much. Amy with no last name, but uh, you're awesome. Um, Alicia uh, Beham, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Kathleen King, uh, those have been the four this week, and we really, really appreciate you. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. You keep this going. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Patreon does help us out a lot to continue making this even better, and it'll help us get to the point where we can go places like haunted amusement parks and stuff like that absolutely you know make that content for you guys um so definitely check us out there uh we're also you know we have exclusive voting things that you can uh have your opinion in on like our merch like uh so things like that if you want to be involved in ways like that definitely check out patreon also make sure to follow us on tiktok at the savannah underground we are very active over there. And also follow us on Instagram at Savannah Underground. Oh, we got a lot of things. Absolutely. Ooh, go to our link tree. Yeah, it's go all to there. our link tree. It's <laughs> all in there. It's all there. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So thank you guys again, and we will see you in the next one. Stay spooky, y'all. <laughs>